Yeah. Alright, hello. I just keep it steady on the magic. Do my thing, I'm healing, it's fantastic. If I fall, rise out of magic. You ain't on that, you know. Only one rain myself like a tree from the roots. Westside girl, cause she lived in the coast. Eastside girl, when she speaks to the roots. Stay 100, cause she on with the truth. Been there on struggle, know that it passed. Only going up, yeah, the pain don't last. Ooh, take off. Ooh, take off. Ooh, take off. Yes, sir. Take all, take all, take all. Shorty like Brandy, fight like Monica. What you know about her? Baby girl raising, wet at the top. Shaking the world, don't expect her to stop. Hope it's so great, she get what she got. Follow her stack, cause she following God. What you need more, got a heart full of gold. Even at times when it's raining and cold. Ooh, she about to take off. Welcome back to the Uprooted Podcast and your weekly installment of Black Women on Wednesdays. Thank you all for sticking with your girl. I'm about to have the amazing Betty on who is going to be teaching us all about political advocacy. Um, Man, I've had some technical difficulties today. You would not even guess what I just went through. But Betty is a queen and she has been reassuring me in the chat. So we're going to make it work. We're going to make it a little bit shorter of an episode. I hope y'all understand. But yes, my good sis will be joining me shortly um, before she heads to work. So I hope y'all are having a good Wednesday. I hope the technology on your side is behaving. Um, And just remember, you know, obstacles are going to come up. But as long as you're determined and you keep trying, you will make your way through it. So, what's up, y'all? Yeah, I've been I've been running around all day, all day in my mind, in my mind. Um, I got some some surprise things coming your way, but first and foremost, I gotta make sure I get my girl Betty on here. Um, make sure we serve the people, cause I need y'all to still see this amazing woman. Um, and and we gonna get it popping. Okay, I see this. Let me see. Let's hope. Let's hope this live acts correct, y'all. Now we gonna reschedule. <laughs> hey, yeah. how y'all doing, everybody? How y'all doing? Um, let's see. Everybody, cross your fingers. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh my god, I was so nervous. It wasn't gonna work. I was like, no. Bro, I I feel like I just aged. I just aged three years in like thirty minutes. <laughs> I feel like I woke up. Honestly, I was half asleep for six. So like low key benefited me. Hey, listen, good, good. That's what we like to hear because the way I was stressed, stressed, I've been working <laughs> on the. No, I can tell the way you messaged me. I was like, it's okay. No one's gonna notice. I had to go on my laptop to message you because like I could nothing was working on my phone. Like it was just like, just kept Whoa. eternally loading, and I was like, what the heck? So I think my phone was overheating. Um. So, yeah, it's the worst, but it is what it is. Welcome, everybody. I just, you know, I'm used to talking to you, but for those who don't know, if if you don't, um, this is our Hafe Betty. Betty is from Australia. If you haven't already known, um, if you're from Tigray, you should know. If you're not, I understand. So let me introduce you. (laughs) I have a new new slide. Look at it! You're already ready! That's what I'm talking about, Betty. Um, but for those who don't know, this is Betty. Betty is from Perth, Australia. Um, and I always get your title wrong, so remind me again, like, what 
what industry, like, I know you're in politics, but exactly, like, you know, tell the people what your role is and kind of what you do in that space. Like, my paid job? Um, so it's not so much politics, it's, like, local government. So um, so we're, like, a form of, like, state government. So we work for mm-hmm. the community. So, like, my role is, like, advocate for, like, the community or district that I live in. Listen, I just, I don't, like... I know what that is, but I've never ventured into that world. I do it, like, more in a grassroots way. So sometimes I just be like, y'all be saying all these things. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just so normal and easy <laughs> for everyone. To- no, I believe in grassroots. I believe in grassroots, sis. I, 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 I hate hierarchies. Like, with, even with the movement, I'm, like, big on grassroots. So Listen, okay. Well, then we on the same page. But we understand if you have done any grassroots organizing, community organizing, that we don't always have the means to get what we want done um, because we still exist in a hierarchy, right? So Mm -hmm. tell the people a little bit about kind of like, again, let me, uh, for those of you who don't know, Betsy's been very involved in the movement. She was on the episode Women in the Movement. If you want to go back through my past episodes um, to get to know a little bit more about like the work she's doing on a local and global level, for the fight against the Tigray genocide. Um, and so because we're late, I'm jumping in a little bit <laughs> faster than normal. So I hope you guys are okay with that. Um, but in terms of actually getting involved, right? And like understanding, like, even though we don't believe in hierarchy, we, we operate in a world that does, right? So that's where political advocacy and um, grassroots organizing, like, have to make a bridge and I think that's where you see yourself if I'm not mistaken and like where a lot of your efforts have been made mm-hmm. I mean I'm like overall I do believe the system kind of fails and we shouldn't be working within the system but in um that's an ideal world but at the yeah. moment though <laughs> um it's very much like making sure like the the people have a voice right so like even politics like a lot of people say like i don't believe in politics and they think that they're open-minded or um whatever they want to say but you know politics and like influence it impacts the community right so mm-hmm. my role at the moment like my paid role would be like um it's not related to today but we do have a direct community within that district because it's like 19 suburbs but mm-hmm. um my main role is to like make sure they know the tools because what happens is like the government will give them tools to speak but they have no idea it's mm-hmm. not english it's they've got heaps of barriers um so yeah so my like passion is to make sure they know where they stand um within the system absolutely and that this information is accessible um but what i what i've noticed too for us in our what our role has been is really the bridge between two generations and trying to transfer like one set of knowledge to the adults and then another set of knowledge to the younger people coming up behind us. Um, And something I find inspiring for you is just even, could you speak to like how you got into this role? Because you're in it now and we're in it every day, but what were like kind of the first steps of your journey for anyone who is, you know, interested in following that um, example? So a lot of us here have been volunteering for ages, like within the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like even prior to today, like I was a youth leader for like a couple of years, um, probably say like three years now. And then um, we had like a group called Diaspora Under, which was like an Ethiopian and Eritrean group. Um, so I've always like kind of done community work, like growing up. 
um, and a lot of that stemmed from like mental health. Like people were like at the time were dying from suicide. Um, so we were like, like, well, like let's all stand up at the moment. And um, so like my first degree was like in community development um, mm -hmm. or urban and regional planning. Um, and then now um, I'm doing like human rights, but I take a semester off because of obviously the two guys stuff. Um, and that was taking majority of my time. Um, but yeah, like we've done it for ages. Like I've like, even before the war, like, I don't know if you know Fenita Solomon, um, but she's one of the women that like, they, she stopped like an underage marriage back home. Um, like she's oh, speak wow. on women rights. Yeah. Like I've been obsessed with her for like two years and then she like accepted me on Facebook and I was like, okay. I know she's actually in Australia. Um, but I always like speak to her on the phone now. Like we're quite close. Um, oh. she's like 10 years older than me, but definitely a role model. Um, and like she would send me books to read. Um, so it's always been like a passion, like with her, like she only started quite late. Um, mm -hmm. so she's like five, five, ten years ago, but like in comparison to everyone within this space, she's like an OG, like an OG to a T. Um, oh, wow. yeah always been kind of my passion I'd like and that's the same as you like you know how you've always been outspoken like my mum's like superly like it's just it's too much like sometimes just accept how society is I'm like I can't I can't accept it I consider it our way on it that's just like what now that's the mm -hmm. that's what I use like when they come at me crazy or like they're like oh mm -hmm. why are you so high up I said I got it from y'all <laughs> mm -hmm. what do you mean you, exactly. you, you pass this down right <laughs> mm -hmm. honestly my mom is like she's so soft but she's so strong oh wow honestly i can honestly we can be like we got it from Russia. like if we just think about the woman that we've like grown up hearing we've yeah. got you guys i'm not like arguing why are you stressed but i think that comes from like them thinking like men can't handle us and i'm like my life is not going to be around like what men can or cannot handle like no they'll figure it out that's why i tell people I'm like they will figure it out once even if they're going to be the last ones to figure it out, they will get there eventually. Um, your responsibility mm -hmm. is to live in your purpose and, like, continue on your path. And whoever's supposed to be on that path will find you, is what I believe. Um, but also, let me break that down for people. Because <laughs> I'd be dropping gems and shit. But um, from your journey, for those who are, are needing to connect the dots, because sometimes I'm like, what does that mean? So what it what it means is that she was surrounded by people who were already doing this work so if you're starting in the community and you're paying attention to the women organizing putting events together uh, making sure the kids are all on the same page it's like when you when you're surrounded by that like that is what becomes second nature to you and then when you meet other women right you're, you're also speaking on mentorship is looking at them being like yo you did this amazing thing and you made it happen. I don't know how to make things happen, but I want to make them happen. Um, and then she also gave you books. So like for people who are really trying to get this, it's like first figure out who your mentors are, who you want them to be and like start following their example. Because like you said, she's 10 years ahead, but 10 years, like if you can cut that down in five, and then if you can teach somebody else, then we can cut that down in one or two. You know what I mean? So, like, by process mm -hmm. of um, of mentoring, like, we really will kind of close the, the generation gap. So, I think that's super dope. Um, yeah. And, and you, I hate that, um, like, within our community, we don't actually invest in other people. 
Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed that. Like, it's just like we don't mentor other people. Even if you look at, like, the ladies back home, if you look at inspiring people, they do their stuff. It's great. But they don't really teach the next generation. Like, we have to figure it out on our own. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a huge thing. And I, do, I also don't like how we wait till, like, someone's passed away or um, something really bad has happened before we all step up and freak out. Um, oh, yeah, and, collectively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now's a big example. Like, we had to wait to, to go down the side for us to all, like, actually speak up about things. But this is happening in Tigray for years. Like, Tigray's never actually benefited from being Ethiopians. It's like, I just wish it didn't take 150,000 people dying for, like, a lot of people to realise. Oh, I know. That's, like, it's been insane to think of. Um, as So we found out we're somewhat closely related <laughs> like in terms of our Why do you question it? <laughs> no I just like to tell people because this is how crazy this is for us right but mm-hmm. it's not it's not surprising that our parents know each other it's not surprising that um that we connected because we both have been invested and um like really concerned about our communities sometimes mm-hmm. to the point of aggression because there's days where I'll be looking at them like y'all get on my nerves but at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's care, and it's care for our people and our culture, and we want to um, we want to make sure they prosper, right? And we've wanted people to get to know their roots and their identity and all these things. And so, yeah, it is. It's unfortunate that it happens this way, but I also think um, it's not an uncommon story for the first generation diaspora, right, across the world. So, I've mm-hmm. been. Um, spending more time trying to like understand it right like I'm like okay let me look at what else is going on around the world and how other generations have um, done this and like why certain countries can remain peaceful and stable for much longer than others um, and kind of thinking about those questions and I know the area I'm a little weaker at is political advocacy and that's something that you've been really working on in terms of like what does that even mean and what does that even look like so like I like that you're first telling them the steps of how you got involved in the first place but then once you get your foot in the door what are the actual steps that you're taking right like people are signing petitions they're doing twitter campaigns you know they're protesting Mm -hmm. but that's not the end of political advocacy so can you speak to like what the rest of it actually means so the aim of policy and advocacy is to get other people um, doing a fight, right? So what's happening, like, within the Tigray community at the moment around the world is, like, we're doing the fight. So we're the ones creating the campaigns. We're the ones that are, like, um, writing petitions and getting people to sign it. But for, like, policy and advocacy to work is you getting other people to speak on your behalf without you even mentioning anything. So it's, like, BLM was really successful because we started speaking about it. It wasn't – it was an idea. It wasn't, like, a group per se. Um Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the only part we're kind of lacking in the movement is, like, we need to get more people, everyday people, to, like, speak about the Tigray genocide without us being present or without, this like, the same faces being the ones speaking. Like, that's success. Um, but, like, it's not that deep. Like, it's not, you know, you don't need to memorise, like, every single um, policy. It's just, Policy advocacy is basically getting people on your side. So how you do that is up to you. Um, social media has been, like, a good way and a very successful way for us, I guess, in our movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like petitions, but like we need to like I feel like we need to speak to like more representatives. Like it's leave honestly like leave the government. I can't like everyone knows about it around the world. Like yeah. every every country leader, like your local representative probably knows about it. Like at the moment, it's like getting you know I don't know. What <laughs> 
Um, I swear this is not me. Okay, let me see. Oh, it's okay. Oh, okay, I can... okay, cool. I can hear you now. Okay. Wow. Oh, the sun's coming up. The sun's oh coming up. Wow, wow, wow. This one, you guys, first of all, take, uh, be happy. Uh, Baby wakes up at the crack of dawn. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, right, I initially always complain. I always, I've actually, like, like Mike in the comments that I but I always complain. I'm like America always gets me up at like five thirty. I'm sick of you guys, but no, I keep in. But I, I do. I, I'm gonna take credit because I actually tried really hard to be the person that woke up early for you. Um, but the mm -hmm. way your schedule is all over the place because you're all you're everywhere. Um, but what I remember before we got rudely interrupted was that um. What at least what I took away from what you were saying, and I think is the obstacle that I even faced before I was like fully really deep into this activism work was when I heard politics. I what you said touched that touched me was needing to know all the rules. Um, mm -hmm. But when we're talking about political advocacy, what we're really talking about is influence, and I think that's the key word there is like how are we influencing other people to care on our behalf mm -hmm. enough to actually advocate for us so like that was the kicker that was the thing that i feel like if you didn't take anything else away from this <laughs> that that should be yeah. it. um so when we talk about you're trying to do more work in that when we what we're what we're meaning is how do we reach more people and how can we do that creatively right mm -hmm. outside and of what we're doing yeah okay about um yeah, outside of our community, because um, policy advocacy, like, it's the whole thing is, like, raising awareness and then that then influencing policy, right? So that doesn't have to be through us. Like, I know that if I speak to my PM, like, he's going to be like, who the hell are you? Mm -hmm. Even if it's, like, a valid course. But, like, if I can speak to, I don't know, like, his investor or someone, like, a company that he invests in, like, tackle it that way, then, like, he's more likely to listen. Um, so, yeah, policy advocacy, it's not just, like, the strict rule where, like, you now have to go to like parliament and like speak to, it's so simple um but mm -hmm. people like get i guess carried away um with supporting unfortunately yeah what i, I feel like it's like a go ahead it's like a, it's like a huge elephant i can't figure it out i gotta learn about it before i um step in like it's this huge thing but it's like you don't need to know that much like speak to people that do um i know we're writing like toolkits as well like the american ones completely done which you know about anyway yeah um, and i'm finalizing like the australian <laughs> toolkit because i know a lot of people like see away from it because they're like oh i don't know much about politics i'm like it's politics is not that scary it's like individuals who are fighting for the community um and like a lot of representatives they get their roles because we vote for them mm -hmm. so hold them accountable like hold them accountable yeah even if it's like in a petty yeah. way. 
Yeah. And it's like, we live in, so this is a thing too, that I've been really like thinking about lately. We live in countries where there's structures in place for you to benefit from, which is like going back to your earlier point. Right. Um, but the reason why people are able to get away with so much in this like society and country is because we don't do our end of the bargain. Like we'll vote for them and we only talk to them when it's election time. So, of course, it's easy for them to get into place and do whatever the hell they want because they're not serving you anymore. They're serving the guy that's making sure they stay in office, that their their pockets stay lined, and that they're honestly, like, so now that you say politics and influence and relating it to influence, why do you think it's easy for people to stay on top? Because when you're in government, you're in rooms with CEOs, you're in rooms with people who are created, mm-hmm. you're in rooms with lobbyists, you're in rooms with all of these people who what are coming to the government to get what they want. And now you're in a position because you're you're in that network. So that's why we say like that that simple human basic networking. <laughs> like you know what I mean? When you take it down to like that level of just principle. Um so what we just need people to know is like you're a player in that equation. Like, if you don't do your part, then they do whatever they want that benefits them. But what you can do is understand, like, politics as influence and shifting it into that perspective will help you actually get and move into action is what I'm taking away from this. Would you say that's fair? You wrapped up amazing. Yeah. Okay. You know, because I'll be reading and I'll be summarizing, but I'm not always (laughs) the original. No, this is why I'm my therapist. Because I leave, like, that actually makes sense. Like, the way you wrap up a conversation, I'm like, okay, cool. I know where I'm going now. But, no, I agree. And also, like, they don't get, like, people forget, like, despite the system failing, the power is in the people. They make you think it's not right. So it's like they're coming into these rooms and getting a lot of pressure from, like, not just CEOs, but also other politicians, like, it could be, like you say, government, it could be anyone. Um, so, of course, they're going to lean towards that. So, people can, like, tend, tend to, like, lose themselves as soon as they get into power. Um, so, even for us, like, I'm, I said this before online, but I'm, like, the first, like, person to work in that in that space. And, like, people, I start off, like, people, like, welcome, it's diverse now. But yeah. they don't set me up. Like, suddenly, like, I'm representing, like, all the diverse communities. I'm, like, I can only really represent my, my own community. And even then, like, I'm yeah. still, like, a young woman. It's, I don't have the same, like, trauma as my parents do. But, yeah. You know what's crazy? Talking about parents, we have is... to mention how we, how we know each other before this ends. Oh, yes, we can do that. Um, I was going to say the crazy part of what you said is it's so amazing um, when people are like, you know, you're the first you're the trailblazer, you're this. And I say that, too, because I want you guys to acknowledge the moment and, like, take it in while you're living it, right? But also, like, mm-hmm. the flip side of it is it's scary as hell to be the first one. Um, and that second part of what you said, I can imagine the pressure of having everyone want me to represent them um, when the key mm-hmm. is to empower them so they can represent themselves. And I feel like governments, right, um, are meant to be the middleman. Like, it really should be an administrative role, right? Like, hey, these people are struggling with this. We need to work on that. Let's do that. Like, it shouldn't be this uphill battle where you're supposed to be, like, the savior. You know what I mean? Like, things like that. So yeah. um, I'm glad that you kind of pointed that out, like, the pressure that also comes with it. But you yeah. tell the story and of 
how we go ahead no i was going to wrap it up by saying that um like we should like if let's say you're a planner i'm not planning for you like i'm literally planning for you so like i'm a planner for the community it's like i'm a service to you but people mm-hmm. come to them like scared but i'm like if you call your representative it's their job to like actually listen to what you're saying yeah. like every in wa at least they all have to like give you 15 minutes like they have to give you 15 minutes so it's like every single person is doing that then like that's enough listen but, yeah listen. talking about how we met <laughs> yes okay so tell the people how we met um and then we're gonna wrap up with the question on what you want your legacy to be so that you can get to work and not be late <laughs> i know well at least i'm telling you while so while you're telling the story you can think about it i know so it's almost like i mean like how our families like know each other mm-hmm. how we found that out after four months of being friends was it four or five months? I'm not even too sure. I feel like it's been two months now. I don't know, um, yeah. Me and Hannah are a part of a working group. I'm still going to include you in that because I refuse. So <laughs> me and Hannah are a part of a working group. Okay, go ahead. Because um, we've kind of shifted now. Um, that um, I'm, I'm just going to say behind the scenes advocacy. So we like we support the communities behind the scenes. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so like we automatically clicked. So that's the same as like, um, Thebin, Ramhai, Madi, we have like a group chat. Um, and I was like, man, these girls are actually my sisters, can't lie. And then four months, I know, I'm so sweet, honestly. <laughs> I touched myself. But like four months later, Hannah's actually best friend. Actually, I feel like you're closer to, are you closer to Moors? I'm just going to say no, but. In your mind, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, in, in my mind, no, or like in real life? In your mind, no, but Moors is definitely day one, man. That's like. That's, that's totally cool. okay, because at the end of the day, I have Seven and Hannah and Ramai. Oh, Hannah, I'm so sorry. And Mahadev. It's okay, um, the Hannah, the Hannah. So, you found out. They were FaceTiming. So, by the way, so Moors is like my cousin. <clears throat> but anyways, they were FaceTiming, and then like, do you want to say your side of the story now? So we were, oh yes, so we were FaceTiming, and um, my mom's in the background. Anyone who actually talks to me on the phone, my mom is usually in the background, right? And um, oh my god, my mom's in the background now. I, you see, see how this works. And then she was like, um, "Oh, who are you talking to?" I was like, "Moose from Australia." She goes, "Oh, Australia? Does he know? You know this person?" I said, "I don't, I don't know, Moose. Do you know this person?" And he goes wow who's this <laughs> what, what, what wait say the name again and i said the name and he goes Hannah, are you serious right now and i'm like yes i'm serious and he goes yeah of course i know that person that's betsy's dad i was like oh no it's not and he was like yeah that's betsy's dad <laughs> and so we were both freaking out because we were like hold on we got to confirm before we get excited and so um he, he called his mom mm-hmm. um and then my mom verified again and then both of them were talking about your parents wedding in sudan that they all helped mm-hmm. arrange um and then <laughs> they were telling me your mom and my dad grew up in the same on the same street in Makala, so mm-hmm. like the, the same neighborhood um and then so your mom and like my aunt like my dad's sisters my mom's sisters all would like work together and knew each other as kids in Makella and then mm-hmm. in, in sudan too and then they split when we went to america and you guys went to australia yeah 
when I see old people like, where are these people? I'm like, where are these people? Now I need to go back and be like, hey, where are Hannah's parents? But when I um when I spoke to my dad about it, because I thought it was to my dad, mm-hmm. he spoke to me like, you're stupid for not knowing. He's like, yes, of course. Her brother's, I know her brother. He's like, and then she, he's like, her mom is so crazy. Like, she's very proud. She's like, very proud to know tea. Like, like, hi, Alia. I'm like, all these stuff. Like, I, I should be embarrassed. I didn't know that. I was like, like, when are you, you need some new things. Like, what if I was like dating someone I was ready to? Like, how do you not tell me? And then, so here's it's the so funny crazy. thing. My brother said that my brother and my mom said the same thing to me. They're like, what do you, and my brother especially, because, you know, my dad lives back home. He goes, we've been with him. So I had met your dad. I didn't know his kids because everyone's always like, oh, my kids, they're back in whatever country, state they're from. You're not really yes. investigating that. Because when they say kids, I assume they're talking about children, like little little children, not like people around my age. So, yeah, yeah, it was, it's pretty wild. So that's our story, guys. You guys got a little fun little story there. <laughs> and, yeah. Great. Nothing to do with policy and advocacy, but just, yeah. no, I mean, connections, networking. It does, right? I can always make it work. It does because had it had it not been for us being separated, had we known these skills in order to keep our people safe, right, and to keep our community mm-hmm. safe, then we might not have split. We might not have split up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad we, you know, the way that destiny works and the way that life works, like, brought us back together yeah. in this way. But this is also an opportunity for us to, like, understand here's our second chance at making sure our yes. kids don't know that same separation you know mm-hmm. and that's why i do it that's why i do it at least let's see Keep doing it. are you abba johanna you don't have to answer that on live but maybe she'll get the message um what i think anything it says the question says betty are you abba johannes's niece uh, but no <laughs> like, I was like I don't know I was like I don't know if you want to answer that online you're like okay. you don't want to answer that online oh, oh I'm her, um I'm his like cousin oh okay. but niece he's, he's like he's early 30s I mean technically I could be Tec- yeah technically um, I'm like so older than my siblings but yeah but you know what's so weird I actually like I guess pri- I used to always say like that's my uncle only because he's young sister I see he's like my auntie but she's like she's like I don't know like 10 years older than me but um and then I realized that he sorry he, he's younger than her I was like I can't be calling these people like my uncles and aunties like I'm not that far off like I'm not 19 anymore like um it's, it's listen, yeah. the way the way numbers don't make sense when you get older I have to remind myself it doesn't like you, I'm so quite honestly I'm 25 but mentally I feel like I'm 35 I've retired um Bro. but Abby Hannes is amazing he um He'd probably kill me for like gassing up on live, but so he's um, I think all the time. He's, like, you better he was like a mock, yeah. he's a but he is like an advocate as well, like a very strong advocate. Um, for like today, but even prior to that, he was very woke. Um, but like years ago, like five years ago, if he does end up watching this, I'll send it to him. He like I saw him in I uh, just briefly like on the way back home to come here, and he gave me like this huge. Like, I've never heard like. Not even, forget, I'm not like, even a priest speak to someone, like, so professionally in English, like, it was so well-spoken, blah, 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 because he's literally from, like, Europe, and it inspired me, and, like, I was, like, very religious at the time, and, yeah, so now, like, whenever I'm, like, struggling, I just call him, I'm, like, oh, my God, this person's, like, giving me a headache, or I'm, like, getting burnt out, and he just, like, mm-hmm. fills me up again. He's, like, the monk version of you, Hannah. 
the religious religious lady. The monk version. Hey, listen, I love it. Wherever you find your teacher, you find them. Like they they got you. I don't know what this. For some reason, I can't read the comments. Abu Yohannes is my favorite priest. He is. He was close with my late mother and remember spending summers. That's so beautiful. I can't. Oh read my god, it's so beautiful. Why can I not see these? I don't know why it keeps cutting them off weird. Okay, because I remembered spending my summers in Addis and he would come see me. That's sweet. Oh my god, that's so beautiful. No, he's actually amazing. Like he'd go back home quite often, but yeah, he's like it's usually young, quirky, and like he just knows how to, I guess, speak to like the youth. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, okay. I I probably the way I probably meet people and don't know. I don't know, but okay, you probably have to work. Don't try to get out of the question. You got it. 60 seconds. What do you want your legacy to be what about this? in life? Honestly, it's a very bold question. I can't lie. So if I would desire on the way to work, I'm like, this could not possibly be my answer. But at the moment, the way things are, um, I would be happy if I could inspire people to speak to themselves. Like, I'm really big on, like, one face not being part of the movement. Um, so, like, inspiring people to, like, speak up and use their voice use your voice because like my favorite quote and i always say this is like there comes a time when like silence is betrayal so like if you don't speak up like nothing will change um so that would be my legacy is making sure that like i inspired people to speak up on their own listen you know you already do that i'll keep fighting for that Oh, not that you're trying to cut off. I said, people have already told you this. You know that you inspire people. And it's not it's not a bold question. It's a let me plant the seed early question um, and give me an opportunity to get, you know, to affirm that for you. You might be, you might be a little younger than me, uh, but your fire is definitely there and you definitely still inspire people. You still, you give me a headache some days, but... <laughs> You definitely light the fire under me because you're like, I'm like, damn, okay, Bessie's right. I can, okay, all right. <laughs> I know, honestly, I have to reduce my aggression. I actually have to reduce. I've been, I'm like, I literally yell at people and I'm like, can you speak? Speak for yourself. Because they like, ask me to say something in the meeting. I'm like, no, you speak yourself. Like, but yeah, I need to be nicer about it. I will be. No, 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 no. You, you do it. You're a har you're a harsh coach. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I know. People think I'm so but, nice. I'm like, wait till you're working with me, and I'm a, I'm a yell. So I feel like you're cutting out, and I'm not cutting out. So let me. Um... Oh, you come back. Okay, I can hear now. Oh no, I stopped talking. I think it's lagging. It must be lagging. It's it's probably lagging. Okay, cool. So let me just end this because Hannah is on pause, I think. Okay. All right, cool beans. It's okay. It's definitely new, new but I would say that mm -hmm. if you 
my god. No, finish. Hannah, the way you need to fix the internet, don't even come for Australia's internet. Like, I feel like I have been A1. So it's been HD the whole time. <laughs> um, but quickly, because I do have to go to work, unfortunately, um, because it is, for those who are just listening now, um, I did get up at 5.30 a.m. for this. And, you know, we'd be suffering down under for the sake <laughs> of this global movement. But... Um, <laughs> Honestly, I, I think, like, yeah, so everyone needs to, like, speak for themselves. Um, don't, like, I just want to, I sound crazy, but do not rely on people to speak. Like, I don't like, so even me, if, if you want to say Australia or anything else, like, I don't like the same places being around. Like, I'm just so against that. Um, like, you need to speak up. You oh, need yeah. to speak up. There are people who can't speak. There are people, like, outside of today like, have disabilities, mental health issues. Like, they can't speak. If you can speak, like, I'm going to have a tattoo here, like, just saying, like, speak. Like, speak up. <laughs>
so it's great. Oh, no, they don't. But on that note, I have a surprise later on today. Y'all see it. Basically, mm-hmm. kicked off my day, but y'all will see why I look so tired and shit <laughs> later on. What did I mean? I look so tired. What are you talking about? Oh, I get to see. Anyways. No, 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 definitely not. We're not going to start this okay. game. I love you so much. Have love a good you, rest of your day. Everyone get... Get Ciao. the TikTok flash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody. Bye.